Y'all, I have missed 4640 like so much. Something in my life does not feel right when we don't meet together every week. I like miss worship. I've missed you guys. Like, I am so glad to be back here in 4640. And I hope you guys had an amazing break, an awesome Christmas, and a happy new year, and all of those wonderful things. You guys, this is like one of my favorite holidays. I don't know if you count New Year's as a holiday, but like, I love a new year so, so, so much. It's like the best day of the year besides Easter and Thanksgiving to me. But I just, I super love it because it's like such a time of like reflection and like getting to like, like clean slate, like wipe everything off last year. Like I'm going to start new. I love goals. I love lists. I love like moving forward and like trying new things. And so I love a new year. Like I am so pumped for 2020. And so as I've kind of been like reflecting on 2019 and kind of looking into 2020, there have been a few things that have come up and there's something that happened over a break that I, I keeps coming up. I keep like reflecting on and, and something stirring in me. And so many of you know, I'm the nursery pastor over um, zero through first grade on Sundays. And on Christmas Eve, during our services, we get to do mini cupcakes because hello, we get to sing happy birthday to Jesus because he's the reason for the season, right? And so I thought I was gonna be super awesome and like on top of my game. And I was gonna go a day early to City Market to pick up these mini cupcakes. I had some awesome coworkers suggest this idea. Um, and they were like, you should go early so it's not so crazy on Christmas Eve. I'm like, yes, okay. Um, wrong. So, so absolutely wrong. You guys, it was the craziest thing I have ever been a part of in public is City Market the day before Christmas Eve. I had to park at in Loma. Just kidding. It was like Boston's, but it felt like so far away. It was like, seriously. And so I was like gearing up because I was in the parking lot recognizing there's zero parking spots out here. What does it look like inside? And so I began to make my way inside and, um, it, it was like gridlocked shopping carts. Everyone forgot their manners and everyone brought like the grumpiest version of themselves. So it was like this, but like mean, okay? And I was just, and normally this kind of setting would make me be the same. Like I cringe at the thought of like crowds and like not being able, like frustration and angry and yucky Sarah comes out in these kind of settings, okay? But I, I'm not, this is like a tr very true story. Something so weird came over me. I, I don't understand still. I mean, I'm still processing. I'm pretty sure it was Jesus. But all of a sudden, I got like super happy. Like it was th like the opposite thing of like what should have been happening. And all of a sudden, I'm like, kind of giggling. And, and so now I just look weird because I'm pushing my shopping cart super smiley, like, oh, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. What, what's happening? And it just made me laugh, like, because it was literally so insane how, like, I couldn't, like, move and people are, like, bumping into me. And I'm like, this cool. It's fine. There's, it, it's okay. It's a zoo in here, guys. It's just crazy. It's fine. Like, I was just, like, trying to, like, bring a little holiday cheer to the people who were so grumpy in City Market. And, and so I'm trying to, like, process what is happening to me because I'm like super happy and laughing and it's weird. And um, so as I'm processing, it's like, I, I kind of remembered why I'm in City Market. I'm there to buy mini cupcakes for all the kids that are going to come to church on Christmas Eve and sing happy birthday to Jesus. And it's like, guys, this is like, 
such a great season and such a great time to be like celebrating. And, and I kind of like started to remember the reason that I was at the grocery store and it was because of Jesus. And so I like, I, I started to remember like, okay, I'm not supposed to look at like the world if I'm a Christ follower. I'm supposed to look opposite. And all of these people look really grumpy. So I'm gonna look really happy. And, and, and this like weird transformation like came over me. And I was just like, I'm gonna just like try and like, smile Jesus on people, just like, it's okay, everything's gonna be okay, guys. Like, th there's joy and you can like be happy in this crazy, like I just like something like crazy happened to me. A and so I was just like so overcome with joy because I was starting to recognize that I want to look a little bit different. And, and, and so as I've been like reflecting over this weird thing that happened to me at City Market, I'm recognizing, you know what? I can have that joy all year long. It doesn't just have to be at Christmas or at New Year's. I can actually bring this into 2020. And this is something that I need like desperately in my life is a little bit more joy and a little bit more happiness and laughing and smiling. Like I desperately want to bring that into the new year. And I'm just recognizing I actually can. I have all of the resources that I need to bring this joy into 2020. And so the Bible says in Psalm uh, 92.4, you thrill me, Lord, with all you have done for me. I sing for joy because of what you have done. And this verse like rings so true for me. When I think of all that he has done for me, I am filled with joy and I want this year to look different. And this is how we do it, by looking at all of the ways that God has blessed us. And so as I've been reflecting, I'm a journaler. And so I went back through my journal not every page because I get kind of chatty sometimes as I'm writing. Um, but I went through like some of the highlights and um, there was like some really cool things that happened last year and there were some really hard things that happened last year. Um, but what I realized like through all of it is that God was still there. He was still so faithful and he was still so good and he was so kind, even in those hard, hard seasons that I went through last year. And, and last year was overall a really good year. And I recognize that maybe for some of you, it wasn't. 2019, you're like, I am so glad that that door is closed. I'm ready for like 2020. And so some of you, I recognize, I totally understand that last year may not have been the best year for some of you, but I want to encourage you that 2020 can look a lot different because here's the truth. 2020, there's gonna be hard things. There's gonna be hard seasons, just like there was in 2019. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer, it's just true. The Bible says in John 16, 33, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. And so there's some things that I want to just simply remind you of. As we're starting a new year, you guys are starting a new semester tomorrow. I'm sorry. Um, but like there's some good things that we get to take into our year this year. And, and what's really cool is like we've already talked about them. These aren't good, these aren't like jaw-dropping things. They're actually like things we talked about last year. But as I was reflecting and just going back over some of those big highlights for me, I just wanted to share some of those reminders with you tonight so that tomorrow when you start school and you might feel frustrated or angry, you can be like, you know what? I can choose joy instead because I have these truths deep down in my heart. 
So I'm gonna just tell you three little reminders that we're, that's gonna help us bring that joy into 2020. And the first one that we learned last year that I wanna remind you of tonight is that comparison is the thief of all good things. If you want something to steal your joy, start comparing yourself to someone else. It will steal your joy quicker than anything else. When we begin to look around to the people that, that we're going to school with and we start comparing ourselves and thinking they're prettier or smarter or faster or stronger or whatever the case, and you're like, what am I even doing here? And you start kind of getting down on yourself because you're looking at everyone else around you. You kind of forget that like God actually made you on purpose and he created you differently on purpose. He doesn't want you to be anyone else except who he made you to be. The Bible says in Psalm 139, 13 through 16, oh yes, you shaped me first inside, then out. You formed me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God, your breathtaking body and soul. I marvelously made. I worship in adoration. What a creation. You know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made bit by bit, how I was sculpted from nothing into something. Like an open book, you watched me grow from conception to birth. All of the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life all prepared before I'd even lived one day. If this doesn't clearly tell you that God made you on purpose, I'm not sure what will. Before you even lived one single day, God knew every part about it. He knows every piece about you and he, he made you on purpose. And, and I think so often we get so distracted with, with looking around to other people and, and what they have and their highlight reels on social media that we forget that we actually have something to offer the world that no one else does. And, and so for me, I know in high school, I kind of struggled with this. I struggled with like looking at other people, thinking they were better, thinking they were more popular, thinking they were prettier, smarter, all of those things. I, I really struggled with this. But, but, but when it comes down to it, if I would have known in high school that actually I have a purpose, I think I could have lived a little bit more confidently, a little bit more joyfully. I wouldn't have been so like competitive and trying to like be better than everyone else. And I think just recognizing and remembering it's not a competition. It's not who's better or worse. It's not a popularity contest. We all play a part. We all have something to give. And so if you're kind of in that place and you're like, man, I struggle with this, I encourage you, like ask the Lord, Lord, what is my purpose? Why did you create me? Why am I this way? Because he wants to answer that. He wants to tell you. He will speak to you when you ask him, why, why am I here? That's like something that is like so on his heart to speak to that identity. So when we focus on the fact that like God made us on purpose and he wants us to be us and no one else, I think that can bring us a lot of joy instead of taking that joy away from us. A second reminder how we can have joy in this next year in 2020 is a reminder that Jesus is our very best friend, right? Like th this is such a good reminder for me. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget that Jesus is like the very best listener in the whole wide world. If I need to like verbally vomit, do it to Jesus. Like he, he's, the, I love what the Bible says in Psalm 116, one through two. I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. He 
Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. Like Jesus is listening to your prayers, to your worries, to your fears, to your anxieties, to your joy, to your celebration, all of the good things that are in your life. Jesus is always there to listen and he is the very best friend and he's also the very best friend because he speaks. And I think Jesus is speaking way more often than we even recognize. It's just a matter of whether or not we're listening right? Because he wants to talk to his kids. He wants to tell us things. And there are times that you might feel like God is silent and you don't hear him, but it doesn't mean that he's absent. There's always a purpose in what he does or doesn't say. He, he is so good to us. And we finished a series at the end of last year on the Bible, on the word of God. And this is one of the very best ways for us to hear him speak to us. Like he gave us a written word. And so this year, if you're like, man, I, I hope that God speaks to me more open his Bible, commit to read his word every day. And I'm not saying like you have to read the entire Bible in like a month or a year, like start with one verse because he will absolutely speak to you through his word. And then just also recognizing one of the reasons that Jesus is our best friend is because he's constant. And I think the older I get, the more I recognize like people feel us. People just come up short, and that's just part of humanity. As much as I would like to be consistent for my husband and for my girls and my friends and my family, like I, I just have limits, but we serve a God who is limitless. And so in, in my limitations, I can trust that God is not that. God, God is beyond human nature. God, God is so constant. If you want and need something consistent, tuck into Jesus because he is the very best friend that you will ever find. So this year, if you're feeling a little bit down, you're feeling a, a little bit like, I'm, I'm feeling left out, I'm feeling lonely, remember you can have joy because Jesus is always with us. I love what the Bible says in Matthew 28, 20. And be sure of this, I am with you always even to the end of the age. Jesus is saying, I am always with you. And he will be that best friend that sticks closer than a brother. And that can fill us with joy, recognizing we will never have to do life alone. The third reminder to have joy is to remember this simple thing, and that is to love God and to love people. And I know it kind of sounds like a command. It is. The Bible says in Matthew 22, 37 through 40, Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important to love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. And let's just be honest, that's kind of hard. People can kind of be difficult. People can kind of be frustrating. Let's just be real honest. Sometimes they can get on our nerves, okay? Sometimes it's just like, just close your mouth for a second. I'm sorry, I'm just getting real with you. That's, it may have gone through my mind once or twice this week. I don't know. But like, let's just be honest, okay? Like sometimes people can be hard to love. Sometimes they're, they're just difficult, right? Um, but God commands us to love him and to love others, so to kind of wrap up my grocery store um, crazy story, um, I was standing in the line, you know, way back 
in the line because there were so many people that I, there was no short lines. It was just not a thing. So I was like, it's cool. Everything's going to be fine. I'm not in that big of a hurry to pick up my children from school or anything. I'll just wait patiently in the line. And so I'm waiting in line again, just kind of like filled with that joy and just smiling and just trying to like help people feel a little bit better. And um, this conversation started over to my right and I wasn't eavesdropping. I just couldn't there's no other way to, but to listen. And so I was just kind of listening and this girl was talking to this guy and she's like, hey, what are you doing for Christmas? And he was like, oh, I, I have to work. I'm working the 23rd and the 24th and 25th. And she's like, oh, that's such a bummer. And he was like, oh, it's not really a big deal. I don't have family in town and I don't believe in Jesus. So it's, it's not a big deal. And like, I was like so taken aback. Like I just, it kind of felt like a punch in my stomach. I, like I've heard people say, I don't believe in God, but like there's lots of ideas of who God is and higher powers and, and that feels a little bit more distant to me. But for someone to say, I don't believe in Jesus felt like, oh, it felt like sickening. And for a minute I was like so offended. And then I'm like, wait a second. Like, I don't understand. Like, what do you mean you don't, you don't believe in Jesus. And he was just so like open and honest and like, it's no big deal. And, and like my heart just kind of began to break. There's, there's a verse in Romans 12, nine and 10 that says, don't pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. And, and this verse kind of came to mind as I heard him speak these words that kind of felt offensive. Um, my heart kind of began to break for this guy because I was like, okay, wait a second. Like, but, but do you know him? Do you know Jesus? Like, I hear you say you don't believe in him, but, and, and so I started praying and I was like, okay, Lord, do you want me to say something? Because like, you believe in him. You made him, you love him, you care for him, you like him. So like, Lord, what do you want me to say? And so it's like, Jesus, he, he I don't understand. He, you, you like came down off your throne onto this earth to live for me. And you lived this perfect life and, and like didn't sin. And you, you showed me how to like love God and love people. And, and then you died on a cross for my sins, like for my yuck. And you did it because you love Jesus. Like I, this perfect man, that this perfect God that came down to be fully man and fully God all at the same time. Like he, he's the reason that we're here, like he's, he's how we have joy, he's how we have hope, he's how we have, like Jesus is like F everything, I don't, under I don't understand, and, and so I really just started praying for this guy, and I was like, okay, Lord, like what do you want me to say, and um, I started checking out, and I was like, hey, how's it going, and the woman's like, you know, the checker outer was just like looked so frazzled and I was like I hope you're having a great day and trying to be happy and so I, I don't see him leave and I'm like okay well I'll just I'll just keep praying for this guy that, that maybe he would come to know Jesus and wouldn't you know as I'm walking way out to Loma just kidding I um happened to be just me and him 
the only two people in the parking lot somehow. And I'm like, all right, Lord, I hear you loud and clear. What do you want me to say? I'm like, I got T minus like two seconds to like find something to say to this guy. It's just me and him. Clearly you want me to say something. And I'll just be honest, sometimes even pastors get nervous talking about Jesus, okay? Let's just get real honest. Um, And so I'm like, what do you want me to say, God? And I just felt this like overwhelming, just invite him to church. That's easy. That's simple. Just invite him to church tomorrow. I was like, all right. Hey, this is random. Um, I go to Fellowship Church down the street, and we have services tomorrow for Christmas Eve at 3 and 5. We would love to see you there. It's going to be an awesome time. And he looks at me, and he kind of is like, you have fun with that. I was like, I will. Thank you. Okay. Merry Christmas. And I just like keep going about my day. But I'm like, I said something. I said, I said something. Lord, I, you didn't speak quick enough to tell me like something really powerful to say to him. And, and so I go to my car and then I quickly realize he's parked catty corner because I had to walk around and he's like right here and he's like staring at me. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> don't follow me or something weird. Um, but <laughs> I began to just like really pray for this guy. Um, and I named him something because I didn't catch his name. I didn't ask his name. Um, because we serve a God who's like beyond names. God doesn't need me to know his name for me to be able to pray for him or for God to know who I'm praying about. Like God is so much bigger than that. So I named him Eric because he looked like an Eric. And so um, I began to pray for Eric. <laughs> um, And here's the truth. I have no idea if Eric will ever come to know Jesus. But here's what I do know, that I serve a God who is so faithful. And I serve a God who is always working, whether I feel it, whether I see it. I know that God is working. And I know that he saw something different in me because he kept staring at me as I was smiling this entire time. Like he, he saw something. And I think that's something that we can bring to people around us is simply a smile, is simply bringing joy to those around us because we know that we don't have to compare ourselves to other people. And we know that we have a friend who sticks closer than a brother, and that is Jesus, who is always listening, always speaking, always constant in our life. And actually, this love brings joy. When we love God and we love people, that brings joy. The Bible says it so very clearly Um, When we choose to love him and love others, it brings joy. 2 Corinthians 13, 11 says, Dear brothers and sisters, I close my letter with these last words. Be joyful. It's something that God instructs us, commands us to do is to be joyful. Grow in maturity. Encourage each other. Live in harmony and peace. Then the God of love and peace will be with you. It says, it's the same exact verse. This was kind of crazy to me. Psalm 40, 16 and Psalm Psalm 74, same exact verse, just a few chapters different. It says, but may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. Talking about God. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, God is great. And shouldn't that be like what we're like constantly thinking and saying is how great our God is because he saved us. He he died so that we could spend forever in heaven with him. And what's really cool is like love that brings joy, it goes both ways. So, So the love of God brings us joy, but when we love others, it brings them joy as well. 
Philemon 1.7 says, your love has given me much joy and comfort, my brother, for your kindness has often refreshed the hearts of God's people. And so I don't know about you, but for me, going into 2020, I desperately want more joy in my life. I desperately want to show people that Jesus loves them by by smiling, by being happy, by, by bringing joy. Because let's be honest, we live in a world that there's not a lot of that. But as Christ followers, that is something different that we have than anyone else has in the world because Jesus has given us everything that we could possibly need The Bible says in Nehemiah 8, 10b, don't be dejected and sad for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so for me this year, I want the joy of the Lord to be my strength. I want it to be what helps me get through those hard times, those those things, those times I wanna celebrate that can also be the joy of the Lord, that I'm celebrating his strength and all of the good things that he has done for me. So if you would just close your eyes for a minute and, and, If any of this is resonating with anyone, would you just like slip up your hands? If anyone could use a little bit more joy in 2020, I would just love to pray a blessing over each one of you. Jesus, you are so, so good to us and you have given us so much reason to be joyful and to celebrate and to love you and to love people, God. And so I pray that you would bless each and every student, God, if if there's any weight or any heaviness or any fear or anxiety or worries coming into 2020, Lord, I pray that you would break those off in the name of Jesus. And instead, would you just bless and lose your peace over each and every one of these students? Jesus, would, would there just be this like holy laughter and, and joy and peace and hope for every single person in this room tonight, Jesus? Would they, would they feel that like bubbling up in their hearts so that they can live 2020 differently, remembering that you made them on purpose, remembering that you are the very best friend we could possibly have and, and we get to love you and we get to love your people. You are so good to us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening at 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.